Welcome back to Wisconsin Rapids, where the top of the fourth is on. Chris Wiesman leads off for the Evergreens and takes strike one. My name's Chris Conley, the voice of D.C. Everest Sports. Enjoying Tuesday afternoon baseball, Wiesman lays off a pitch that's just outside one and one. Wiesman was first ball swinging in his first time up and popped out to center field. Chris is 6 for 29, but he's been hitting better lately, which is why he moves up into the number four spot in the batting order. Ground ball to short. Moving over towards the bag is Caden Sengbush and throws out Chris Wiesman. Again, the Rapids infield looks solid. Not a lot of mistakes here. Mitch Danielski will bat for the Evergreens with one out. Yeah, this game is played quickly already in the top of the fourth inning. I've only been at it for 40 minutes. First pitch from Danielski is a strike at the knees. Got a couple of tall, high pine trees well beyond center field, which I think makes this a little bit more of a good hitter's ballpark and a red tarp that covers center field. Bouncing ball off the plate, that is a foul ball, just on the wrong side of the third base bag. That would have been a really long throw if the ball stayed fair. It did not. And Danielski is down on the count, no balls, two strikes. Jordan Tibbet seems to be finding a little bit of a groove. He's retired the last five evergreens that he's faced. The Evergreens only hits coming back in the first inning. Fly ball to foul ground in right field, and that's going to be landing safely in foul territory. So another pitch or two coming from Mitch Danielski. No balls, two strikes. Rapids has played 15 games. They've won 11 of them. That's not too shabby. And their 5-1 and one record in league play puts them in first place. But they trail the Evergreens here. That's tipped and foul. So this is a good at-bat for Danielski. Fought off the last two good pitches and keeps himself alive. Boy, the Rapids outfield, particularly in left, is playing in like the outfielders have realized that the ball is not carrying today. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Smacked to right field, but again, this hung up. I mean, it looked like at first that was going to the gap, but Cole Laddick reaches up and makes the play, and Danielski is out. Here's Nate Langman. Langbin hit the ball sharply, but it was handled by shortstop Caden Sangbush his first time up. Langbin is 0 for 1. Hard hit balls coming off Nate's bat lately, so you love to see that. He'll hit with two outs and no one on. Take strike one. And Nate Langbin already the Evergreen's number one pitcher. And if he can hit and play the field, he'll just get himself a lot more playing time. 0-1 lays off, but that's called strike two. It's on the outside corner. No balls, two strikes. This could be an easy inning of work for Jordan Tibbetts if he can throw a strike here. 
And that smacked again to the shortstop. This is an easier play. It's right at Sengbush, who throws across the diamond. And that is a three-up, three-down inning for Jordan Tibbetts, who is now retired seven in a row and nine of his last ten. The Evergreens have an early lead, but in the middle innings, their bats have gone quiet. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth. D.C. Everest won Wisconsin Rapids nothing on 93-9 the game. Bottom of the fourth, and D.C. Everest starter Wyatt Miles working a shutout. Wyatt has scattered three hits. There's been an error committed behind him, and so far Wisconsin Rapids just has not been able to come up with that timely hit to drive a run in. And boy, you would love this game more if you're an Everest fan, if you could push across one or two more insurance runs. Just Wyatt Miles, you're asking a really good pitcher, and a pitcher who's worked in pressure situations before. You're asking him to work, though, with very little margin for error. Here's shortstop Caden Sengbush. He's got three assists in the field. Flied out to left his first time up. And Wyatt Miles starts off the bottom of the fourth with a curve on the outside corner strike. Sengbush rolled his head back. That pitch has been a strike all afternoon, and it was there. And these Everest and Rapids players know each other. Curveball here, bounced off the plate foul. That one was started off inside and broke back over the center part of the plate. Wyatt Miles ahead, no balls, two strikes. Yeah, I mean, these players, if they play American Legion ball, would see each other and play against each other during the summer months. In the Wisconsin Valley Conference, a lot of players play against each other. This ball is hit to third. Nate Langbin's got a short hop, throws across the diamond. It's low, and it's a throwing error. And it's going to go to the fence. It's a two-base error. Trying to take a third base. And here's a throw safe. A three-base error in a one-run game. Mm. Nate Langbin's throw to Noah Zimalewski was low. And Rapids puts a man on third with nobody out. Did we not just say that Wyatt Miles is operating with very little margin for error? And there it is. And because that ball went all the way to the fence, Caden Sengbush knew right away he was going to try and take three bases. And now on this synthetic field, the Evergreens play the infield in. First pitch is a fly ball. It is foul to Jacob Dekarski. Jacob struck out his first time up. So the Evergreens sensing that this will be a low-scoring game. Again, play the infield in, and here we are in the middle innings. It's a one nothing lead for Everest, but it seems shaky right now. 0-1 pitch. Smack to the shortstop. Shortstop's got it, bobbles it, runner holds, and there's the out. The runner does not advance at third. Playing the infield in worked for the Evergreens there. Kyler Soppy over to Noah Shimalewski. 
out number one. Well, if you played the infield in with nobody out, you keep the infield in here with one out. Here's Ashton Potter. Left-handed batter. Coming home. Curve. Strike one. No. Oh, come on, Blue. <laughs> that pitch has been a strike much of the afternoon. Judged to be a little low. Ashton Potter laid off. Ball one. All right. And that is fastball, also a little low. Two balls and no strikes. I mean, in high school baseball, a home plate umpire is going to see, what, 250 pitches? They can't all be perfect. That, that's, that's beyond human capability. Foul ball here. Two balls and one strike is the count to Ashton Potter. He's trying to pick up a runner at third base here. After a three-base throwing error. It was Nate Langman who threw wildly, and Caden Sengbush got on his horse, took three bases. Two balls and a strike. Curve, strike two. I don't think Rapids like that call. A little chirping from the bench. Broke over the outside corner. Wyatt Miles sure could help himself with a strikeout here. Then the Evergreens could play the infield back with two outs. Here comes the 2-2 pitch. Curve is smacked foul. Ouch. That came up. I think hit Ashton Potter maybe in the elbow or the wrist. Fouled straight down into the ground and came up and hit the batter. Stay at two balls and two strikes. Sengbush at third, Evergreen's infield is in. And Wyatt Miles is coming home. And that smack through the left side, the ball game is tied. Ashton Potter has singled with one out. It brings in Caden Sengbush, one to one now. You could just tell it was going to be really hard for the Evergreens to overcome that mistake. So the Evergreens will have to reestablish. There's one out and a runner on first, and the Red Raiders have a run in. Here is Austin Juneman, curve, strike one. Feel sorry for Wyatt Miles. That runner should not have been at third base, so Wyatt deserved a little bit better. That should have been an out. You know, it is funny. That's the zen of baseball. The game is made for three outs. And if you give an opponent four outs, boy, they're, they're going to score more often than not. This is a fly ball to left. couple of steps back for Davidowski. He's under it, reaches up, and makes the catch. There's the second out. Runner retreats to first for Cannon Plumman, who struck out his first time up. I like a catcher whose name is Cannon. <laughs> it's kind of a little darker and overcast than when we first started. Maybe we'll see these field lights before we're done today. I mean, we're supposed to have another two and a half hours of daylight. Slicing ball down the right field line. It is foul. That stays straight and goes into the corner. Rapids has a chance to bring Ashton Potter from first all the way around. He'd at least be on third, maybe more than that. Instead, just a long strike. It is an unearned run for the Red Raiders here in the fourth inning that's tied the ball game. 
0-1 pitch. It's a curveball fly to center. Couple of steps over is Preston Miller. He's got it, and the inning comes to a close. An error and an RBI hit, and Rapids has tied the ball game. To the top of the fifth we go our new score, D.C. Everest 1, Red Raiders 1 on 93-9 the game. Another inning of work here for Jordan Tibbetts for the Red Raiders. He's out to work the fifth inning, and he'll face the bottom third of the Evergreens order. Nick Cotter, Noah Shimalewski, and Preston Miller. They're all coming up for their second turns at bat against Jordan Tibbetts. See if the Evergreens can get the bats going. The Evergreens' last hit was back in the first inning, the RBI single for Hayden Davidowski. The Evergreens have only two hits in the ballgame. The Evergreens' last base runner was when Noah Shimalewski was hit by a pitch back in the second. Tibbetts has worked a three-up, three-down third and a three-up, three-down fourth. Let's see if Nick Cotter can get us going. One more warm-up throw, though, for Tibbetts before we get going here. Yeah, one of the differences in the ball game is that Rapid seems very comfortable playing on the turf field. The Evergreens, not as much. What do you say Nick Cotter tries to lay a bunt down and get himself on base? Anything to get Nick Cotter going. And the third baseman's playing back. Well, now takes a step or two in. First ball swinging, fouled back, strike one. During this slump, Nick Cotter has had a couple of line drive outs, a couple of times where he's hit the ball hard, just doesn't have anything to show for it. Oh, one pitch. Inside almost hit him. Nick Cotter dances back, one ball and one strike. Sure have enjoyed our visit to Wisconsin Rapids today. Just nice to see the new stuff. One, one pitch. Hit hard to second, but the second baseman, Carson Gunderson, is there. And Nick Cotter is thrown out. Eight in a row for Jordan Tibbetts. Noah Shimalewski was hit by a pitch his first time up. In fact, that was the first pitch that he saw. Yeah, the Evergreens' bats have been real quiet. In this 1-1 game, first pitch to Shimalewski, outside corner, strike. And if you're looking ahead on your schedule, the Red Raiders come up to Simon Field on Thursday. Lakeland comes calling on Friday. That's down low, and Noah laid off. One ball and one strike. I came down on the bus with the team. School bus, not a coach bus. Appreciate that I get to save the gas money. 1-1 one, one pitch, Shimalewski checked his swing, now called strike. A ball and two strikes to Noah. So hot, I would imagine the bus will be um, a little gamey 
on the way home. One-two pitch. Inside, almost hit him. Two balls and two strikes. Rapids kind of chatters from the dugout that some of Wyatt Miles' curves that have caught the corners have been called strikes. That one was inside. Two and two, Tibbetts to Chimalewski, and that stays inside too. Took something off that. Three balls and two strikes. And you know what? Yeah, the Rapids bench is chirping about where was that, and the home plate umpire, not going to have a lot of tolerance for arguing balls and strikes, just said to the bench, that was blue saying a little high. Three balls, two strikes here. And that is inside ball four. Rapids thinks a couple of those were strikes. And the Evergreens have their first base runner in forever. And here comes Preston Miller. One out and a man on first. Would you ask Preston Miller to bunt the runner over? If he sacrifices, that's the second out. But Kyler Soppy is the hottest bat in the Everest lineup, and he's on deck. So let's see how they play this with Preston Miller. Shimalewski's not particularly fast at first base. Is the sacrifice on? Well, Rapids thinks it is because just, uh, Tibbetts just threw over to first base. Runner dives back safely. Yeah, Tibbetts is distracted by that runner at first. He is coming home. The bunt is not on, and it's low, ball one. This is the first time that Tibbetts has not been able to work from the full strike, uh, the full windup in a while. So he's got to slide step and adjust his mechanics. Let's see how that affects his control. Ball one to Preston Miller. Rapids has just tied the game in the fourth. The Evergreens trying to take back the lead here in the top of the fifth. Coming home here, that's popped up. It's on the infield. Runner retreats. Second baseman makes the catch over near the foul line. Carson Gunderson. Preston Miller is the second out. Here's Kyler Soppy. Soppy has one of the Evergreens' two hits today. He's one for two. But that last at-bat did not advance the runner. Let's see what Kyler Soppy can do here. In this 1-1 game. If Wyatt Miles, the Evergreens pitcher, comes up against his pitch count, Soppy may be pitching, and be pitching. Runners go and throw down to second. He's safe. While the ball was there in time, the runner was underneath it. Rapids thought that was out, and I get that because the ball was there before the runner, but the tag was up high and judged safe at second base. Close play. You know, so many times in baseball, when the ball is there first, the call is out. But that throw was a little high, and the runner was underneath the tag. So there's the tying run in scoring position. See if Kyler Soppy can pick him up. Coming home, swing and a miss. No balls, two strikes. A little two-out bingo sounds about right here. Playing the shortstop kind of behind the runner, so there's a big hole on the left side for Soppy if he can punch one through. Swings and misses, and the inning comes to an end. It's the Evergreens' turn to leave a runner in scoring position. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth, and we are tied. D.C. Everest 1, Wisconsin Rapids, Lincoln 1 on 93.9 the game.
Wyatt Miles is back out to pitch the fifth inning for the Evergreens. He will face 9-1-2 in what is now a tie game. The run that Rapids has in is unearned. Leadoff throwing error back in the fourth. And Wyatt Miles, again, what's the difference between a senior and less experienced pitchers? Seniors are able to overcome those things. Wyatt Miles battened down after giving up the RBI single to Ashton Potter. Was able to get the next two batters out and keep this a tie ball game. Carson Gunderson has a hit his first time up. And then Gunderson was promptly picked off at first base. So the bottom of the fifth is on in a game that sure looks like it's going to be decided in the late innings. Wyatt Miles, first pitch, coming home. Curve is outside, ball one. Wyatt Miles works quickly. Chatted with him a little bit before the game. Going to college in Virginia once graduation day comes. Line drive, couple of hops here to the second baseman, throwing over to first, and that's a double clutch and an error. And the runner scurries back to first base. Chris Wiesman double clutched with that ball, then hurried his throw and threw wildly. It is the Evergreens' third error of the ball game. A leadoff man aboard. Wiesman, Soppy, and Langbin. Three of the Evergreens' four infielders have errors. Here's Brennan Huber. So it's the second inning in a row that the leadoff man who should have been out is on base. Here he's at first. Brennan Huber to bat. Throw over to first, runners back. Evergreens have a new first baseman. Caden Kreitlow is now playing first for the Evergreens. Kreitlow at first. Long set for Wyatt Miles, and he throws over again. Runners back safely. I mean, in a game where Wyatt Miles has pitched well, you just hope that he's not sunk by fielding mistakes. Again, the outcome still hangs in the balance. 1-1. Pitches inside for a ball. Again, with that leadoff man aboard, is Huber going to be asked to bunt that man in scoring position? The bunt's not on so far. And you factor into all of these decisions that the Everest infield hasn't been thrown well over to first base. Wyatt Miles throws over again, wants to keep that runner close. I wonder for Wyatt's graduation party in June if his older brother Jackson will be home. Went to school down in Alabama. Coming home, outside corner, strike. I believe we are at one ball and one strike. Maybe Blue will tell us. Runner on first, aboard on an error. Runner's going. And it's the hit and run. Fly ball to left field. The runner's going to have to retreat. Camping underneath it and catching is Hayden Davidowski. And the lead runner, Carson Gunderson, scampers back to first base. Who's going to hold there at second for a moment, trusting his speed to see if that ball was going to be dropped or misplayed in the outfield. Here's Cole Laddick, who's 0 for 2. 
Laddick reached base back in the third inning on a throwing error. So one out, man on first. Rapids has four hits, and they've benefited from three Everest errors. Wyatt Miles has not walked anyone in this game. Wyatt sure has kept up his end of the bargain. First pitch, curve, strike, one. Wyatt's been able to spot that curve at will all afternoon. Double play would end the inning and would give us that feel-good vibe after some not-so-good defense. Throw over to first, runners back. Caden Kreitlow is a standout defensive football player, chatting with some of his teammates before the game about playing football on artificial turf, which is less fun. Something's wrong with your feet. If you've got toe turf, the artificial turf be a real pain in the neck when you're playing football. It's outside, one ball and one strike. I believe this coming fall, the Everest football team will pay a visit here to Rapids. One out and one ball and one strike to Cole Laddick. Runners going, hit and runs on, and this is popped up again. Foul territory down the right field line and falls harmlessly out of play. One and two. So, I mean, Rapids is trying to put that runner in motion. They also have, what, one, two, three stolen bases against catcher Nick Cotter. So you wonder if at one point this just might be a straight steal. A strike him out, throw him out would bring the inning to a close too. And it's a ball and two strikes right now. Wyatt Miles set. Slide steps home, swing and a miss, and there's another strikeout. Throw down to first. You know what? The batter, with it being a drop third strike, can't run to first because first base is occupied. But Carson Gunderson strayed away from the bag, and there was a throw down. Runners back. Two outs. Man on first for Brayton Lewis, who is 0 for 2 today. Five strikeouts for Wyatt Miles. Lewis was one of the strikeout victims caught looking back in the first inning. Runners going. Curve is outside for a ball on a stolen base. So in this 1-1 ball game, Rapids again has a runner in scoring position. That's the go-ahead run here in the bottom of the fifth. It's one ball and no strikes. There are two outs. And that's down low, two balls and no strikes. With that runner at second, Wyatt goes back to the full windup. He's more effective that way. But he's down on the count, 2-0. and oh. Now, Wyatt can be careful here with Braden Lewis. You walk him or give him a pass, Caden Sengbush would bat, and there'd be a force at any base. Not sure I want to give him a pitch to hit here. 2-0, curve, outside, three balls and no strikes. Like I said, the walk is not the worst thing in this spot. You would face Rapids' number four hitter, so that's dangerous. But I think you set up an easier defensive situation for your team. Three balls, no strikes. Wyatt Miles pitch. There's a strike, and he was taking two, three and one. To the Evergreens half of the sixth when they come up. They'll have two, three, and four. Maybe a last chance for the Everest big bats. 
in this low-scoring pitcher's duel of a game. Three and one, Wyatt Miles steps off. They were trying to sneak the shortstop, Kyler Soppy, behind the runner. Wyatt does not throw to second, and the runner scampers back without a play. And back at home, it's three and one to Brayton Lewis. Coming home, curveball strike two, and Lewis took two steps towards first base. Umpires never like that. Lewis thought he had just walked, and that curveball broke back on the outside corner. That has been a strike this afternoon, and the count is full. Let's see if Wyatt Miles can end this right here. Coming home, curve fouled off. And that runner at second is there via an error. Gunderson led off the inning. Throwing error from the second baseman, Chris Wiesman, and has stolen second. So he's in scoring position. And he'll get a head start at 3-2 with two outs. Here's the pitch. Curve is outside, ball four. First walk that Wyatt Miles has allowed. There are runners at first and second for Caden Sengbush. Sengbush scored the only run for the Red Raiders. Nate Langbin's throwing error on what should have been a routine ground ball. The wild throw let him go around second and all the way down to first. We going to have a courtesy runner here? Yes, we are. So Carson Gunderson will come out for a moment. And a courtesy runner comes on for Wisconsin Rapids. That is Jacob Van Ert. Hopefully Van Ert will not figure in this inning. Again, he's the trail runner with runners on first and second. Sengbush is 0 for 2 today. Righty to righty, coming home up high, ball one. I mean, it gets a little dicey if Sengbush reaches and the bases become loaded. Two outs here in the fifth. In a 1-1 game. Miles comes set. He's coming home. Bounced off the plate to the third baseman, Langbin. His throw is true this time, and the inning comes to an end. Nate Langbin is sure-handed in the field and throws out Sengbush. Rapids leaves two aboard and does not score. Five innings complete. D.C. Everest 1, Wisconsin Rapids 1 on 93-9 the game. Now to the top of the sixth. This is Chris Conley, your friendly announcer for Tuesday afternoon baseball. Everest got a run in the first inning and has not scored since. Rapids tied the game with an unearned run in the fourth. And the Evergreens have two, three, and four coming up. Here's Brock Babish, who I bet's going to get us started. Then Hayden Davidowski and Chris Wiesman. 
Brock is 0 for 2. Struck out and tapped back to the first baseman. Again, Tibbet still has a couple of pitches left in his $100 wallet. So he's on here in the sixth inning. I do not think that Tibbetts would be able to work the seventh. It would be someone else. Let's see if the Evergreens can play with the lead here. 1-1. One, one. Here's Brock Babish. First pitch, ground ball to the shortstop, gobbling that up. And here's the throw. Got him. Caden Sengbush has been so solid at shortstop. Had to move two steps to his left and was still able to make the play and get a sure throw on Brock Babish. One out. Chris Wiesman, uh, beg your pardon, Hayden Davidowski. Singled and has the Evergreens RBI. First pitch here, outside, ball one. Yeah, I see what Rapids doesn't like. That's the fastball from Tibbetts, and it's off the plate. The curveball that Wyatt Miles has been throwing that's landing in more or less the same spot has been a strike. I mean, the curve just looks different. Pitch here is down low. Two balls and no strikes to Davidowski. Boy, the Evergreens would love a base runner any way they could get it. Davidowski may be asked to take a pitch or two. See what Tibbetts throws him here. Two balls, no strikes. Coming home, and that's on the outside corner. Strike one. Two balls and a strike. Figure that Davidowski now has the green light. Got to drive the ball in this spot. One out, nobody on. Top of the sixth. That's inside. Fly ball shallow down the right field line. Maybe a play for the first baseman. He's caught it over his shoulder in foul territory. That's a nice catch for Braden Lewis. Lewis, the first baseman, catches the foul out from Davidowski. Here's Chris Wiesman. Two outs. Nobody on. Red Devil Bat. See if Wiesman can drive something here. First pitch, curve, up high, ball one. Rapids has played errorless baseball. Evergreens have three miscues, and that's figured in today's game. Sure has. Yeah, the better defensive team has been rapid so far. That's outside, two balls, no strikes. Again, I think Wiesman's going to be asked to take a pitch here. And if it gets to 3-0... and I don't think he'd have the green light there either. Need a base runner in this spot. Two balls, no strikes. Wiesman is swinging and drives it to left field, diving, and that's a diving catch for Brennan Huber. Boy, that was sinking. That looked like it was ticketed for a hit. Theft in the outfield. Huber, a diving catch at a three-up, three-down inning. The Evergreens go quietly in their half of the sixth. Rapids is coming up in the bottom half of this sixth inning, and we're still tied 1-1 on 93-9 the game. For this bottom of the sixth inning, Rapids has five, six, and seven in their batting order coming up. Combined, these batters are two for six so far today, and Wyatt Miles is out to work the sixth inning. Again, I think both starters will no longer be with us in the seventh. We don't keep a pitch count up here. 
pitch counts are kept from the bench. Evergreen's only two hits. They both came back in the first inning. I mean, we were fooled in the first inning with two hits. We thought, boy, the hits would come free and easy. That has not been the case. One to one. Jacob Taharski is 0 for 2 today. Struck out and grounded out. Rapids has had the leadoff man aboard via error in the last two innings, and they've had the last three leadoff men aboard going back to the third, where the inning started off with a single. First pitch to Daharski, curve, breaks in, strike one. That's not nibbling at the corner, that's breaking back over the plate. Wyatt Miles has worked efficiently today. In fact, he's pitched a really nice game, too good to be the losing pitcher. Aimed that one, it's a little outside, one ball and one strike. Wyatt could make this inning so much easier if the Evergreens can retire this first batter. Yeah, the fundamentals of baseball. Curve, drops in. Again, started towards the batter's hip and then breaks into the strike zone. A ball and two strikes. The fundamentals, you know, first pitch in the sequence, strike one. Gives the pitcher the advantage right away. First batter of the inning, out one. Tilts the balance towards the defensive team. Trying to get him to swing at a curve out of the strike zone. It's a ball, two balls and two strikes. Righty to righty. Daharski's a big kid. Looks like he could send one for a ride. Curveball there. Called strike three and down he goes. Daharski has struck out for a second time today. Six strikeouts against one walk for Wyatt Miles. And there is the first out of the inning. Ashton Potter singled and brought in the Rapids run in the fourth inning. One for two. Left-handed batter here. First pitch, swing and a miss. He swung at that curveball and went right through it. Austin Juneman is in the on-deck circle. He has also hit safely in today's game. Rapids owns the hit column four to two. Curve there on the outside corner. Yeah, that's the pitch that Rapids is complaining about. They think that pitch is outside. There's a little more chirping there. As Potter is down on the count, no balls, two strikes. Boy, Wyatt Miles could help himself with an easy inning here in the sixth for sure. That curve stays outside. That was off the plate. A ball and two strikes. And yeah, that's good pitching from Wyatt. Ahead 0-2, that pitch should not be a strike. You're trying to get an easy strikeout by throwing something out of the strike zone. Potter did not go along with the script, though. 1-2 pitch, trying to nibble at that corner again. That is outside. That's the right call. Two balls and two strikes. I mean, at 2-2, two and two, this is still a pitcher's spot. Wyatt Miles is in control of this at-bat. To the left-handed batting, Ashton Potter. Fastball slicing down the left field line. Foul. Stay at 2-2. Two and two. It's been a fun game. A little bit of a nail-biter. Evergreen's bats have gone back into hibernation. Got to work on that. Another 2-2 pitch coming from Wyatt Miles. Leg kick home. Bounced softly to first. 
And Caden Kreitlow's got it. He'll take it over to the bag himself. Two up, two down here in the sixth inning. Here's Austin Juneman ready to take his turn. I mean, what makes this a fun game, you have no idea how this is going to end. It, it, it could tilt either way. On a big hit, fielding mistake. First pitch to Juneman, fastball, it's outside, ball one. Wyatt Miles has thrown less fastballs later in the game. It's depended more on that hook. 1-0 pitch, there it is, swing and a miss. Yeah, the bottom just dropping out of that pitch. A ball and a strike. Rapids has not been able to adjust to Wyatt Miles' really good curveball. A ball and a strike. Fastball here, and that's fouled, and it hits the Everest catcher, Nick Cotter, who rolls on the ground in pain. I think that got him under his chest protector. It, it seems like every game there, there, there's one foul ball where Nick Cotter is just writhing on the ground like he is here. Nick Cotter is hurt. The foul brings us to strike two, one ball and two strikes. And Nick Cotter, I mean, is such a gamer. Coach Dave Langbin picks up his headgear and Nick Cotter's going to stay in the game. Yep. The durability of Nick Cotter has been nothing short of incredible this year. Wyatt Miles came off the mound and said something to Everest pitching coach Josh Nielsen. And Nick Cotter is indeed ready to go. There's no home plate to clean off in this spot on the synthetic field. Usually the umpire cleans off home plate to give the catcher a little more time. It is one ball and two strikes to Austin Juneman as Wyatt Miles is looking to end this sixth inning right here. Two outs, none on. Leg kick coming home. Curve strike. Three called. A three-up, three-down inning for Wyatt Miles, and we're going to the seventh. Tied 1-1 on 93-9, the game. 